Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, the host with the most podcast mogul, Feel Better. Today, I have the host of Buzzing with Marlo, Mr. Warren Marlo himself. Warren, welcome to the show. How's it going, Phil? How you doing? I'm doing excellent. I'm excited to have you on. I know we had a little bit of a pre-chat and I... I got excited because you told me uh, that you're preparing for your <laughs> final dance in the ring. And I was like, that's right. Mr. Marlo uh, is a wrestler. We're, we're absolutely. Oh, he has his own action figure, people. This is the first for me, a person with an action figure on my podcast. My God. I hit it the big times, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Warren, I have all your information here, but I hate uh, giving bios out because I do them so dry. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to introduce yourself to my audience and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So first and foremost, my name is Warren Marlow. I'm the host of Buzzing with Marlow. Uh, it's my show. Obviously, you can see the the name. Obviously, Warren Marlow. So, yes. But um, also... From the past life, before I did podcasting, I was a world of pro wrestling. I was the character we call Mr. Red, White, Blue, American Prodigy. Um, I wrestled for six years on the independent circuit. Absolutely loved it. Um, I I think the best way to approach it is the way uh, my podcast has grown so much is based off because I do stuff based off my audience. And one thing I look at is I don't pre-plan questions. I don't pre-plan anything. I just want an organic chat. And more more importantly, I want lessons to be learned. So like, say like if anybody's like, I wish I could do this occupation or something like they can live in that person's shoes or in that audio booth or wherever they listen to the show for that good solid hour or an hour and 30 minutes. It's just based off of how long the episode goes. But um, a little bit about that is just COVID happened and I decided that, Hey, I'm tired of the BS knowledge in the world. Let, let's, let's go into the podcast world and stuff like that. And obviously with me wrestling only six years, uh, that's, you know, that's not that long for me, but I mean, to everybody else, six years, I mean, that's more than one or two. So, um, uh, I've been basically for the first part of it, I would, I've rode the coattail of my character thinking you no know, fans would only listen to my show just based off of wrestling and stuff like that. And it grew from season two, three, and to now four to basically it's warm Marlowe based. It's not just about American Prodigy, but if you do listen to the episodes, you do hear that there is a spoiler like how you just said, I will be making my last dance. Um I don't want to spoil anything. If you want to go back to my hundredth episode and you can watch how all that planned out, how that panned out and how all that's that happened. But very proud of it. Very proud of it. I love it. I love it. And how you used uh, your celebrity as the American prodigy to help grow your show. But then you're like, it's grown past that. I want a bit more of Warren and less of this character that I developed and changing mm -hmm. along. Have you seen a nice growth in your audience when you you did that shift? Was there a change in the audience? Um, absolutely. Um, I think the biggest thing was because, I mean, I portrayed a character for six years. I mean, me wearing a mask, uh, my outside life, I wasn't, I wasn't as happy as I was in the ring as my character because, I mean, I just had past falls. And the one thing I learned to be vulnerable on the episodes and I had to, and I remember when I did an episode with, a, a, I think it was a, it was a motivational speaker or something like that. And she got me out of my element to where I actually 
<laughs> just dished out all my past issues and stuff, how I got into wrestling and how all that happened. And I was scared because I pre-record most of my episodes and I was scared. I'm like, should I send that off? Like, should I even do that? And I send it to a couple of my friends. I was like, what do you think about this? And they're like, I think you would bring a big approach to something that can be a change to, towards something, which I'm not saying, yeah, we're going to have like billboards and everything like, yeah, Marlo preach this. We need to make this change. But I mean, less is more. And one thing I've learned just from an audience standpoint is I got to show the audience who I am. I can't show the audience from a character that was six years ago. I cannot show an audience that, you know, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I'm not going to show you that my life is all perfect and dandy. Like I'm going to show you the the struggles that I have witnessed since, I mean, I have a 10 year old that's autistic and I've had people that speak about autism and I've been using my podcast also for April and I do like all you can see is my hats and I have plenty of merch as well. And I do a campaign. Uh, it's called buzzing with autism. And we raised over $500 last April just from that. And that hold a very dear thing to my heart. And also we got breast cancer awareness coming up in October. So I want to do something regarding that. And obviously I have a very serious one when it comes to colon cancer in March, and I'm going to try to approach to have something to symbolize to that as well. Like, I really want to motivate people, even if it's just one member of a podcast or whatever, that is something I live for. Like I told people when I was a wrestler, I, I did it for the moments. I loved every bit of it, but I did not be able to sit back and realize, Hey man, this is the change that I'm approaching to stuff like this. The one reason how I found out that I'm, that I was more appreciative of being this character is when one kid told me I helped him conquer cancer. He was six years old. And the thing that even struck me more is he had the exact same son as name as my son. And it just transcended me. Like I literally just, I felt I was just so overwhelmed. I'm like, wow, like me going in the ring, basically getting beaten up every, <laughs> every show, like newsflash everybody. When you're a good guy in wrestling, you do take a beating because you've <laughs> got to have the audience care about you. So you are going to take a beating. And I told a major story with my character, like, you know, in America, things keep hitting you, keep knocking you down. Are you going to just lay there and get pinned one, two, three? Or are you going to get back up and keep fighting? And those are some stories like I've told with just that character. And it's just crazy. Like now I see that visual with podcasting. Um, I live for it now. Like at first I just tried it just to try it just like I do with wrestling. And I got really good. I started getting on these numbers and I was in a rankings and stuff. And I mean, when you hit that, when you hit that wrestling bug, you're not going to know when to stop until the wheels can't go anymore. And I got injured and it was tough. And then COVID happened. And then I was like, you know what? Hey, let me try a podcast. I mean, I saw that a lot of wrestlers can do it. And the one thing, my main incentive to do the podcast was basically because COVID happened and all my friends that work in these wrestling shows that are, this is their job. This is not, they don't do a nine to five. They're literally going show to show, building to building and working these shows to provide for their family, which two of them had a baby on the way as well. I wanted to make an approach to help them increase their audience. Cause obviously wrestlers make more money selling their merch. Um, and 
I really wanted to make an approach to like, hey, like they're doing well, guys. Support these guys. They're still they still miss y'all. They're they're in tune with the wrestling and they're doing all this. Like that was my main goal. And I mean, there was only so much you could cover WWE and AEW every day, though. Literally, like I got to the point I was just like, you know what? I wanted to make a change to it. And my second episode, I was very proud of. I had a dear friends of mine from my wife's from her work. And her friend, uh, her friend uh, has daughters that we were real close with. They're twins and they were seniors going on with the COVID era. And I remember before school started, they were dreading. They were like, you know, I'm not looking forward to getting up early again and doing this. But when COVID happened and in March, they were so ready to go back to school. They were so ready to see their friends. They were so ready to, you know, graduate the prom. Like this is their senior year, their last year. They don't know if they're going to be guaranteed to go to college. Like everybody can say, Hey, I'm going to college. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go in the military, whatever. You don't realize how impactful that is until when you hit that senior year and it's the light switches up. Like, the ride is fun to high school. I will not lie to you. Like, I had a great time in high school. Do I wish there were some things I wish I could have changed and stuff? Absolutely. And I told them this. And when this hit, they didn't know if they were going to have a graduation and stuff like this. And they didn't know, like, hey, uh, like, prom, anything. Like, they could not have these things because you could not have more than, what, 10 people in a building or something like that because of this stuff. And I'm not saying this podcast helped them get a graduation, but it helped bring a noise to let these kids express how they felt. And it was just impactful. And the rest is history. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not just going to cover wrestling anymore. I want to cover anything and everything, like except politics and religion, because obviously those are two bitter subjects to even think of. So I literally was just like, you know what? My show is focused on and is focused on the audience on my guests whatever my guest wants to approach and make it that episode mean of that's the topic we're going to go with and that's something i've been continuing on from season one to all the way to now season four i love that i love that i i, I want to know since you've been doing it for four seasons now you, you must have accumulated a lot of tips and tricks on that and i would <laughs> love for you if you could because this is a podcast to help podcasters but also discover uh-huh. podcasts uh because there's like over three million of them out there and they're just growing by the day. oh lord yeah it's hard I to find podcast is growing the, uh... so much now i mean just in COVID, i think everybody's got a podcast almost yeah, now everyone has a podcast <laughs> and that. so it's like how, how can we find good beacon here's uh here's one podcast that just highlights podcasters and that's what i want this to be but also a nice tip for podcasters do you have a tip to help either grow an audience monetize an audience or something for podcasters out there that you would like to the share? biggest word is consistency that's the biggest thing i gotta tell you like it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows the first time you try this thing. It's not going to be, all right, I'm going to make millions of dollars doing this because you see Joe Rogan doing this and making it on a big platform. He's got bigger production. And guys, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not about always about the equipment. It's about how much of the approach you bring to the episode. It's how much you bring into an audience. It just shows that like, if you have an entertainment aspect, if you can consistently keep a conversation going and you got to realize, I, th- I look at this like a, how an author is. It's great to have that first, you know, that first signed book where you make box office, you, you're a noble times and all that, but you got to keep going. 
I mean, that first that first honeymoon stage is perfect on everything, but you got to keep going. You got to keep moving. You got to keep pushing this thing going through. One thing I've had to learn on podcasting is, you know, I started doing this on Anchor and literally I would just do audio only for the first two seasons. Season three, I stepped out of that route because I had shout out to my boys, you know, uh, Dre on Wills from the 1130 podcast and my boy Blackheart from Off the Top Roast podcast. Like, and they were telling me like, hey, man. We've got to advance up. We got to keep going. Audio is great, but the world is, they're into the video podcast more. Like the video podcasts have grown so much. So, and the biggest thing I was worried about is like, I don't know if I can look at a camera myself for an hour or whatever. Like, uh, that's just the weird part. And I was like, you know what? It's not so weird when I have a guest. And I'm like, it could definitely be like a FaceTime chat or something like that. It could be like in that element just to kind of like get that in there. And I mean, I've had numerous guests on there that were sketchy at first when they found out I don't pre-plan my questions and then absolutely love it. And because they're not in what I call robot mode, they literally get to have their way into what this, what this episode needs to be. Like they get to talk about what they want. They get to talk about no boundaries and thing. That's one thing about my logo is I kind of wanted to make it look like the handcuffs are off. Like literally you get to be free to what you want to express on this episode. Like I've had so many people like literally message me after it. Like you don't realize how much I've, I've actually like revealed out to you and I wouldn't have done it on any other show. Because it's like, I'm so used to the questions that they ask me. You just asking a basic question like, hey, man, what's your opinion on something? That can just strike a nerve like, wow, I haven't been asked that before. Like, like you don't understand like how that was going. It's like, that's like saying somebody just got a new flavor of ice cream or something. Like, you taste that and it's just like a whole new feel for that moment. And I just tell people you got to be consistent and you got to learn You got to learn how to grow it. You can't just stay on one standpoint and think, okay, this is how it's going to work. Like, yes, I agree. Some people, you know, it's a hassle. The editing can be a pain and all that, but you got to learn how to keep progressing. And that's one thing I use podcasting like I did with wrestling, you know, less is more, but you got to learn how you keep evolving up to the ladder. Like my character as American Prodigy is a great kid's product, but I also had to involve the audience for the adults. I had to get them involved. So I had to change it up a little bit to get that going. Um, you just got to learn how to adapt. You got to learn how to adapt and stay consistent and keep it. And don't burn yourself time. out. Oh, that's don't important. burn out. <laughs> that's so important. Not burning out. Uh, from uh, myself as my audience knows uh, I, I did burn out and that's why I started these shows uh, that I host but um, you talked about your favorite moment as a wrestler with the child telling you that uh, you helped him your character you more specifically helped him get through beating cancer and that's an amazing moment to hold in your wrestling career I'm wondering about your podcasting career is there a moment that just stands out that like solidifies the reason why you started your podcast. So there was an episode I had with a, a pageantry, a girl that was speaking about pageantry and I never knew anything about it. I was dreading it because, and I was like, man, I really kicked myself in the foot for this and in the butt for this one. Cause I was like, you know, I said, we'll talk about anything and everything. She messaged me. She's been listening to the show and she says she could bring a good awareness to the audience about this. And I was like dreading it. 
I didn't understand it. I mean, she was like very energetic. And I will tell you right now, like for someone that was going through stage four cancer and the energy that she brought to the episode, I literally forgot everything I was, I was like literally dreading the episode. I literally forgot everything. Like she struck me just from that entertainment aspect and all the stuff that she went through. And for her to tell me, like, you know, she just started her own gymnastics program and she had the cancer and literally she would go and teach these kids gymnastics and go outside and obviously go to throw up because she's on chemo. Like literally she would stay consistent, would never stop going. That struck me so differently and made me realize, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is what I want to bring. I want to bring awareness. It's not about, you know, I could always bring the cool topics up, you know, talk about sports and anything like a man's perspective. But no, you need to get more wider range. Like I see it like this. I bring someone that talks about, you know, carpentry. Okay. I've got a little bit of an audience from that. And then if I talk about an audience to talk about pets. I've got an audience that talks about pets, but then they could be like, Hey, I liked what carpentry was. So I go back and check that out. You build a whole variety of this audience and stuff like that. And obviously I know sometimes that can be a very major drag too, because obviously a promoting standpoint, <laughs> you know, when they say, Hey, what topic is your episode? It's like, Oh, it depends on which one this one was. And I remember so many people would message me like, Hey man, your podcast covers too many topics. Like, what is your exact topic? And I said, exactly. I want it like a talk show type scenario. And that's one thing that I feel like it's been very good with the audience with it is because they get to learn so many different types of subjects that goes on with the episode. Now, sometimes I think, you know, some of them just tune in to watch and see what the guest is. But when I started getting vulnerable and talking about my situations and giving my point of views on things, it changed. It definitely changed. I love that. And it's a great moment when you have a great moment like that solidify would solidify it for me. Having someone who's still busting and kicking ass while taking on uh, the big C. That's insane. And shout out to her and her talking about. And she pageant. just won the recent pageantry that she just that she uh, was on as well. So she just won the recent um event that she had won. I think she got uh, I think it was Miss Independence. I can't remember which one it was, but she literally just won the the uh, Tierra, what whatever. I'm not trying to be not trying to no, say it the yeah, wrong I'm, way, but she just she won, won the crown, the, whatever she they were, she what won, she was she competing for. Yes. Yeah, there we go. She won the <laughs> I don't want people be coming at me like, hey man, you better watch your mouth how you talk about that Tierra. Like I don't know what the. <laughs> no, I, I get it. No, no, no. Some people are for, passionate fans are uh, sometimes very passionate, and uh, we're not. Uh, talking down about uh, pageantry because it is a, a, a very difficult mm-hmm. sport um, and a thing to compete in. Um, Warren, I, we're coming up to near the end of the episode, and this is the part I hate the most because I have to say goodbye to a good friend that I just made and a great podcaster. <laughs> uh, but I love listening to podcasts, and because there's so many podcasts out there, it's hard to find mm-hmm. them. And this is why I mm-hmm. ask my guests, what's a podcast that you listen to that you can share with us? I got, I got a lot. Um, I mean, the craziest thing is me doing the world of podcasting and obviously the wrestling. Uh, I connected with so many wrestling podcasts, so many out, uh, I mean, movie podcasts and stuff like that. I can't just name all of them, 
I got to name a few, though. I got to name my brothers, you know, the 1130 podcast with my boy Dre on wheels. Um, the Off the Top Ropes podcast. If you like an uncensored wrestling podcast that literally gives their points of views and they have no boundaries of what they say, check out Off the Top Ropes podcast. They come on on Fridays at, uh, I think, it's at 11 p.m. every day, every Friday night. Um, and obviously, I've got... The one podcast I really love watching is obviously the most famous one. It's got to be Jim Cornette. I love the visuals and stuff that he says and stuff. Uh, Joe Rogan, obviously. I think Joe Rogan gets too vulgar in some of his episodes, but, I mean, that's what he that's what he's known for. Uh, don't preach about just doing jiu-jitsu every day, but, hey, you know, hey, he, he does great energy and he has a great show, and I love the, the questions that he asks. asks his audience like it's really awesome to me um but yeah just to name a few of those i definitely got to get those two podcasts out the most because those two those two guys literally have helped me grow into this because i didn't want to do video i didn't want to do any other thing like i was stubborn as can be i'm like man i'm doing one episode a week i'm not doing this on video because then you're gonna have to do more and like no you can continue doing exactly what you're doing and so far it's been doing very well so i and and after you said talking about what podcast man i want to give a shout out to anyone because nobody realizes that you know a podcast is literally a, a one scene reality show because you are revealing your life regardless of what you're covering or anything. You're being vulnerable bringing people into your home, bringing into your audio booth or wherever you're recording your, your show. Like You're being in that vulnerability to give somebody content to continue to progress, escape the world or something like that. So shout out to all the podcasters out there. I love it. I love it. And the final question of the show. Um, what is one goal you have for this year and how can my audience help you help hold you accountable? Um, I have a, I have a motto and I live by every single day. Every setback makes one hell of a comeback. Sorry for the cussing, but that is just one thing I live by every single day, every setback, one hell of a comeback. And I literally want to strive myself. I always want to be better than what I was the, yesterday. And that's one thing when people ask me, what was my favorite match? I literally said my next one until obviously the six years goes. And then, you know, it's like, yeah, you know what? I did like him, but I mean, this one that I got coming up now, this one should be one of my absolute favorites. Awesome. All right, Marla, I'm going to jump off the screen here. I'm going to let you promote your show, anything else you would like, and how my audience can uh, follow you and support you. So the floor is yours, sir. Absolutely, guys. So you can catch me on Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Buzzing with Marlo. We are on every Friday. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook, Facebook Live, the Facebook group Buzzing with Marlo. Just send it, uh, send me a thing, and I'll invite you in. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, all of the social media handles. Um, the episodes are live video on Fridays. The audio version will be on Saturday. It's just, it's a lot to promote, guys, a lot to promote. But I always do the audio version the next day. Um, also, you can catch me on Tuesdays live. 
at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. It just depends on what time works for my co-host. Uh, I'm joined with my good friend, Michelle Williams. We uh, talk about the tough question. The show is called Let's Talk About It. It's basically I give a male's aspect to ask the questions that males are hesitant to ask women. And then she's got no filter and has all crazy boundaries as it is. Miss 90 Days herself. She ta- she tells the tough questions that women are hesitant to ask men, and it's been a great show so far. We've we've just did episode five yesterday, so definitely great things. Tune into them. Also, we got my my group coming back. The Commission talks. Uh, three podcasters turn into one group, and we cover pro wrestling. Talk about manhood. Talk about sports. All of that. All at five p.m. Eastern time on Wednesdays. That comes back September 21st. And then, obviously, Buzzing with Marlo. Uh, and also, y'all can uh, just follow us and check out that new buildup I got with me and uh, a good old good old little penguin we call El Nino. So just tune in to find out the buildup with that as well. So thank y'all. And also catch up our stuff on Bonfire. That's pretty much all I got. Awesome. Thank you so much, Warren, for being an amazing guest. I I love talking with you and hearing your story. Um, So to my audience, check out the link below. You'll be able to follow him and support him in his last dance. If you're listening to this live and if it's afterwards, let's hope he kicks some butt. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the show today. And remember to always invest in yourself. (laughs) 